Eagles Entertainment. With the 10th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select... You're listening to the Journey to the Draft podcast. Welcome to the Journey to the Draft podcast presented by Life Brand. I'm your host, Fran Duffy, and day one of the NFL Draft is in the books. The Eagles have selected Devontae Smith, Alabama wide receiver, Heisman Trophy winner, after a trade-up with the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to cover it all right at the top of the show here in Draft Buzz. Ben Fennel is in Cleveland. Dane Brugler is down in Dallas. I'm here in Philadelphia. We got together on Thursday night to get our thoughts together on the Eagles selection, how Devontae fits with this roster moving forward. But first, if you are listening to this episode, chances are that you're an Eagles fan. And if you are listening to this show for the first time and you think, ah, I'm just going to listen to this episode and then I'm going to unsubscribe after the draft, I am telling you, do not do it. Because, yes, over the next couple of days, I and others are going to help introduce you to the newest Eagles draft picks. If you stay subscribed to this show, though, you'll be ready to form your own opinions on all of the players the Eagles add down the road and even how to spot diamonds in the rough on your own. Remember, the Eagles could potentially have three first-round picks in 2022. Next year's lead-up to the NFL draft is going to be so exciting, and there is no better way to be the smartest person in your circle when it comes to getting ready for that weekend because no matter what time of year it is, the Journey to the Draft podcast is here to make you a smarter fan when it comes to the NFL draft, player evaluation, team building, just the sport of football in general. Over the next couple of weeks here on the show, we're going to break down this class of players entering the NFL, but afterwards, we'll start having conversations with former NFL scouts, general managers, media members to talk about how they evaluate players and project them from college to the NFL. In July, we start previewing next year's NFL draft class. Who do you need to watch when college football starts in September? And then when the season kicks off, we are here every single week, twice weekly, talking about the standouts, who's rising, who's falling, scouting reports, rumors, mock drafts, team building exercises, and so much more. All of that leads up all the way to the postseason. I'm talking about the Shrine Bowl, the Senior Bowl, the Combine. You'll be ready for all of those events leading all the way up to next year's main event. Just stay subscribed right here to the Journey to the Draft podcast presented by Life Brand. You'll get multiple shows a week sent right to your phone or wherever you listen to your podcast. Let us take care of the rest. That being said, let's get this show rolling. We've got some news to get to, right? The Eagles drafted Devontae Smith. We're here to talk about it now in Draft Buzz. Now it's time for Draft Buzz. All right, let's get things rolling here as I welcome in Dane Brugler and Ben Fennell. And guys, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Eagles fans listening to this already know the Eagles have drafted Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith. And uh, this is a guy that we spent a ton of time talking about. Uh, ben, I know you and I would do our weekly mock draft roundups, and it was like, man, like another draft where we're going to be talking about Devontae Smith, and uh, he ends up being an Eagle. Uh, I'll go to you first, Ben. You're you're in the truck. You're in Cleveland covering the draft uh, for NFL Network, working the draft. Uh, initial thoughts with Devontae Smith ending up in Philadelphia. Well, at the draft, I'm out and about on the set. It's the combine. I'm stuck in the truck. Yeah, but yeah. It's nice, to, yep. nice to spread my wings a little bit. But I love Devontae Smith because you're getting an alpha dog and a guy that brings culture with him which I think the Eagles are in need of. And I think that's the most exciting proposition in this new regime of the Philadelphia Eagles under Nick Sirianni and an influx of young talent, no better than an alpha dog, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, four-year player at Alabama, prolific production through four years. The major concerns are really just manufactured concerns about his size, not concerns that checked out on the tape. So I think a lot of the issues swirling Devontae Smith and particularly his weight in his frame were really more of issues on paper than they were ever on the film. 
Mm. So he's a guy that checked a lot of boxes. It was really tough to kind of find a comp for, which also made it kind of a divisive type of prospect and projection because it's a unique size, unique skill set. But it's a little unconventional, but it's not like the NFL's never seen it before. Whether it's Isaac Bruce or Keenan McCardell or, you know, the Marvin Harrisons or Sean Jeffersons, you can be productive and a dominant receiver at in Saturdays and Sundays at that size. It's just not that common, but it's possible. To me, and you made up a great point just about the, the alpha dog mentality that he brings. There's been a lot written and said about how the Eagles don't necessarily have like that veteran receiver. Greg Dog or Greg Ward is kind of the, the elder statesman uh, in that room. Well, Devontae Smith, I mean, everything about him kind of screams that he he brings that mentality with him uh, from Alabama. The way that he approaches the game, the way he approaches uh, just his preparation, uh, I think he kind of brings that vet mentality, Ben. And the last thing I'll touch on with Devontae, he had a career-high special team snaps this year right? as a senior, as an upperclassman. He's a guy that doesn't say, well, let's let some young five-star take the special team snaps. It was Sertan out there. It was Devontae Smith out there. It was the who's who of Alabama program. They know they have to wear all those hats and do the dirty work. And Devontae Smith, I think, is a really complete player and maybe a guy that can wear more hats and do some more for an NFL team than maybe one would think. All right, so, uh, Dane, you're down in Dallas, and the Eagles, to select Devontae Smith, make the trade with the Dallas Cowboys, moving from 12 to 10, jumping the Giants. And really, I think this speaks to the mastery of the, the way the Eagles were able to move the board over the last few weeks because they're sitting at six. One of the players that gets talked about a lot, it was you know Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith. It was really those three players were the crux of the conversation. The Eagles move back to 12. They understand that the Giants probably going to take Devontae Smith with how the board fell. They move ahead of the Giants, and they select uh, Devontae Smith. But when you're sitting down there in the DFW uh, and the Eagles make that move up, is that the, the first name that pops in your mind? Yeah, it was. And I'm doing live coverage here uh, for the Cowboys. So, you know, the first reaction is, okay, two corners just went. So everyone's kind of depressed. Like, well, that was – there goes what the Cowboys were supposed to pick. Uh, so now the question goes, OK, what are they going to do at 10? And then the trade happens and it's like, wait, wait, the Eagles and the Cowboys just just made a trade together. Well, OK, that's that's curious. But then when you think about how uh, if you're the Cowboys, uh, Devontae Smith's probably going if you draft someone at 10, Devontae Smith's probably going 11 to the Giants. So no matter what, he's going to be in your, your division. So you might as well trade back two spots, get another pick. And, you know, for the Eagles, it just it, it makes a ton of sense. You, you jump the Giants like that and, and get a good player. And I, I think when thinking about Devontae Smith, I think his strengths uh, it's section in, in my draft guide, mm. I think it was longer than any other non-quarterback uh, wow. in, in the guide. It just there's so many things that you can say about him that uh, just on the field, uh, off the field, he's one of the hardest workers on the team. Uh, two-year team captain, one of only five players uh, that can say that uh, under the uh, the Saban era uh, since mm-hmm. he's been in Alabama. Uh, I mean, 46 career t- receiving touchdowns. Most of those the last two years. So, I mean, just a prolific career. And, yeah, you know what? He is an outlier when you talk about the size. Uh, you know, being over six foot and 170 pounds, there's just there's not many examples you can point to that uh, guys that are like that. But – I don't know how you can watch the film and not be uh, just overly optimistic about Devontae Smith at the next level, a, a gliding athlete with elite ball skills, 
who has instincts as a route runner and he has outstanding toughness. And that's the thing, like, you know, what, what Ben was talking about, uh, the 170 pounds, that's, that's, it, it's fair to, you know, see that and kind of have a few concerns, but he's tougher than a lot of 225 pound wide receivers out there. And so it's not like he has injury concerns at 170 pounds. He started double digit games each of the last three years. So there's just, there's a ton to like about Devontae Smith. And, you know, I, it's, it's interesting to see three receivers come off the board in the top 10 and all three are rejoining their former college uh, quarterbacks. So just fascinating. To me, like you talk about the the tangible qualities. You mentioned the elite ball skills, uh, certainly the athleticism, the ability to get downfield and make plays. But uh, you also talk about the intangibles. And you, you mentioned the two-year captain. We talked about uh, the, the preparation and work ethic and things like that. Uh, I, I referenced a quote on set here. Um, you know, the, Ben, you and I talked about this quote that was from a uh, that was from an article on the Athletic over the course of the last couple of months, where Devontae Smith, you know, he's running to the sideline in between plays telling his teammates, hey, this is what the defense is doing. This is what the this is what the defense is trying to do. And the opponent hears that and they're like, man, like he's calling out our coverages and letting them know exactly where we need to where they need to attack <laughs> us. Uh, I think that that kind of speaks uh, to his football character as well. Ben, when you look at him fitting in with these receiver core, you know, especially uh last year's first round pick, Jalen Rager, what are some of the the complementary skill sets that those two guys have? How do you see those two meshing together in Nick Sirianni's offense that we know is Timing, rhythm, yards after catch, get the ball out of the quarterback's hand fast, uh, get it to those two guys. Well, I think both of their positional versatility is kind of what their, uh, you know, crux in the offense is going to be. They can both play outside, both play in the slot, find easy manufactured touches. And the interesting thing at Devontae Smith at 170 pounds or 165, the last three years in college football, he had the most yards after catch by 500 yards. This wasn't a guy that beelined for the sideline or just yep. dove, you know, and shied away from contact. This is a guy that had no problem trucking a, you know, Richard LeCount in, you know, late in the SEC play, a very physical safety. He was a guy that really played much stronger than his body would suggest and wasn't ever put in the same conversation as Rondell Moores and Kadarius Tony and Elijah Moores as far as being, you know, yak and rack type of threats because of his frame. But he's been the most productive and I think that's how you want to use them at the next level. I think in the quick game and intermediate parts of the field, particularly finding ways to get the ball in his hands, manufactured completions, being that QB's best friend, which is great. He already has a rapport with Jalen Hurts. Uh, so I hope they could kind of pick things up right where they had left off. I know it was, he was on the uh, other end of Tua's throw uh, against Georgia in the national championship game yep. a couple of years ago, but uh, certainly knows Jalen Hurts pretty well. But I think between him and Jalen Rieger, their ability to line up and play all throughout the offense, I think, is what makes them so dangerous. To me, uh, you know, I kind of reflect back on that segment I did with Nick Sirianni a couple of weeks ago, that film room segment. And looking back on that, you know, you could just tell at any time Nick Sirianni talks, whether it's a press conference, whatever it is, he's you could tell he is so focused in, hyper focused on details at the receiver position. And just watching Devontae Smith, he is a very detail oriented player. Uh, Dane, kind of turning the page here to round two and to day two uh, of this draft. Is there a name or two that kind of you know piques your interest in terms of uh, names that Eagles fans should watch out for? Well, having that fifth pick in the second round uh, is really interesting because they're going to get a good player here. Uh, a lot of talent still left on the board. Uh, you know, I think the top available players, uh, Wusu Koromoa, uh, you know, the linebacker, 
box player out of Notre Dame who, uh, surprised he's still on the board. It's, I think, probably more of a fit issue for some uh, defenses. Um, Aziz Ajaleri from Georgia, you know, the knee is probably an issue for some yep. teams. Uh, because I think on based on talent, he's in belongs in the first round. Christian yeah. Barmore from Alabama. Uh, but if I had to make a pick, uh, I think I would go with Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma. Uh, center guard versatility. Uh, you know, he is an immediate upgrade on the interior. And, and I think a player that easily could have gone on Thursday night. And if he's there at pick 37 for the Eagles, he would make some sense. Ben, is there a name or two that kind of, uh, you know, catches your eye when you look through the list of best available? Well, I think there's a couple guys in that safety group that Dane had kind of started to talk about that I think can check a bunch of boxes for the Eagles, whether it's a back-end safety with Rodney McLeod, maybe a nickel, maybe a dime linebacker. And that's, you know, maybe that's Trayvon Marig, Maybe that's Javon Holland. Richie Grant's a really intriguing player. I kind of expect that crop of safeties uh, to really go early in round two that can wear a lot of different hats for teams, including special teams. So I think the Eagles can use some depth and versatility on the back end, certainly on the second level. And I think they might be able to knock out a couple needs with maybe one or two stones with the way these players have played all over their defenses in college football and couldn't do a number of uh, kind of responsibilities in a defensive scheme. So a lot of different safety prospects that are very interesting. And then even into the third round, you know, we got guys like Divine Diablo at 225 pounds and Hufanga and some bigger safeties that I think are projecting to play in the box. I'd really like to see the Eagles kind of address the back end of the defense with a versatile player. It's a, uh, we know that, you know, covering the draft that the meat of the draft is always going to be day two. That's where you're going to get so much value. Uh, The Eagles have two picks uh, going into Friday night after trading up with the Dallas Cowboys, nine total uh, left in this draft guys, uh, one down. Nine to go. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow right here on the Journey to the Draft podcast presented by LifeBrand. So great stuff there from both Ben and Dane. We will check in with both of those guys tomorrow right here on the Journey to the Draft podcast presented by LifeBrand. Devontae Smith, the pick for the Eagles at number 10 overall here in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. We've got a lot more coverage coming your way right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com, the Eagles mobile app. Make sure you check out Eagles Draft Central. Myself, Amy Campbell, Ross Tucker, Dave Spadaro. We've got wall-to-wall coverage of the Smith selection as well as what could be on the board here for the Eagles in round two and round three. Make sure you go check that out on PhiladelphiaEagles.com, the Eagles mobile app. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Journey to the Draft podcast presented by LifeBrand. In just over three years, Eagles Autism Foundation has raised millions of dollars for autism research and care. But this is about so much more than just fundraising. This is about making a transformational difference in the lives of those affected by autism. This is about bringing our community together. With inclusive, sensory-friendly events and accessible resources, we meet families where they need us most and where we can serve them best. Together, we're united in our mission to improve the lives of the autism community and to turn awareness into action. It's what we focus on every day in every way.